Did you know that the perfect snack exists that not only has the yum factor, because that's important, but also packs a real protein punch? I'm talking about Wonderful Pistachios, a complete protein providing all nine essential amino acids. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Now that's a snack you can feel really good about. It's hard for me to currently pick a fave because they have several flavors to choose from, including no salt and jalapeno lime options. But if I absolutely had to, I'd say I'm in my no shells, wonderful pistachios, sea salt and vinegar era. It's the ultimate snacking solution for when you need a quick, convenient and tasty boost of pistachio goodness straight out of the bag. Whether you enjoy the ritual of cracking open each nut or you lean towards the ease of no shells, Wonderful Pistachios has something for everyone. It's time to elevate your snacking game with Wonderful Pistachios. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast, a show for Black women who are exploring ways to prioritize their wholeness, health, and happiness in a world that doesn't fully acknowledge our humanity. My name is Bree. I am the host of the show as well as a self-care coach. I help Black women embody a lifestyle of self-care that centers rest, ease, abundance, and liberation so that we can continue healing from the traumas we've endured that are rooted in racism, oppression, and capitalism. I want to go ahead and get into today's episode, Hey Girl, Hey, and let you know that it is going to be about something pretty specific. I'm not sure how long this episode is going to be, but I received a question on a recent Instagram live that I did. And I had a young lady ask me to talk about self, self, excuse me, S-E-L-F, self-soothing and self-care. And I said, you know what? That is a freaking excellent topic. So I'm going to be talking about self-soothing. I'm going to give you an exercise that you can do to help calm your anxiety. I'm going to give you a scenario where I can tell you straight facts like self-soothing, like this is something that I had to do on a regular basis. And so I feel like a lot of black women, especially, I mean, honestly, I feel like all black women at some point, but I'm coming from a place, my experience is obviously a black woman a mom, a woman who worked in corporate America, that type of environment and what that was like for me. And so I said I was going to give you a scenario. I can tell you, and I've talked about this plenty of time on the, on the podcast, that I would sometimes get so worked up dealing with certain things that my anxiety and stress would just go through the roof. And it's not a, a secret. I've talked about it also before that I experienced at least once, I had a, a whole depression year while I was working that nine to five in corporate America. And so I just can imagine other black women just like me that have either experienced or are currently experience, experiencing, excuse me, those types of situations where you are just stressed out, overwhelmed, burnt out. You are, you are microaggressioned out. <laughs> You're just, everything is just stressful. 
And so you're walking around just a, a wire of nerves. And that is not healthy. That is not how black women can thrive. We are triggered and, and, and tied to so many things and these experiences that we are having that we are walking around unhealthy. We're not feeling well. Our moods are not you know uplifted. Like There's just so much that's affected in our bodies, our minds, our spirits. And so, especially again, I'm speaking specifically about just me being in corporate America and how stressful that was. So I was just a ball of nerves a lot of times. I was anxious, not 100% every single day, but I was anxious. My anxiety would pick in and or kick in, excuse me. And so I would just be triggered by something or react to something in a certain way. And I wasn't my best when I worked in, in, in that specific environment. I just wasn't my best. I wasn't. That's just truth. I was not my best. I was not the best breed that I could be when I was in that environment for some of the time. So I feel like this question about like, what is self-soothing? How do we do that? I think that's a really important conversation to have. So let's go ahead and get into that. Um, so first of all, the definition of self-soothing, and I have some notes here, by the way, because I'm a note kind of gal. So if you hear some rustling or the keyboard clacking or things like that, it's because I have a notepad in front of me. I have my phone in front of me. I have my laptop, obviously, and I'm trying to go back and forth through notes and things like that. Y'all, I'm going to tell you, when you have a podcast, this is a side note, or when you are like a solo entrepreneur and you're doing stuff, you have to just keep yourself all the way together right? Am I right? Like you have to keep yourself all the way together. There is no manager doing this and that necessarily because I'm not in that place yet. So you, you know, you just have to make it do what it do. And that's what I'm going to be doing today with my notes and stuff. Okay. So, uh, self, self, I keep saying self with a TH for some reason, but I'm trying to say self S E L F self soothe. It's like a tongue twister. So self Oh my gosh. Self-soothe and self-soothing. I'm just not going to even try to say it anymore, okay? <laughs> um, but basically the definition is uh, to comfort yourself when you're unhappy or distressed. And they talk about it in the definition, unsurprisingly, when it comes to babies. You know when you have a kid or if, if you've had a child or you've taken care of a kid or you've educated or you know you've been around babies and things like that, babysitting and stuff like that. Um, especially when they're little and you go and you put them down in the crib. Listen, Linda, they're not here for that <laughs> because basically what you're doing is unattaching them from this warm body figure that they've just glued themselves to that supports and nurtures them 20 or well, however many hours a day when they're not sleeping. And, um, and why does it seem like babies sleep a lot, but then don't sleep at all at the same time? It's bizarre, <laughs> but, um, yeah. And you put them in the crib, this hard little crib with the mattress and the room is dark and you leave and they're like, well, wait a minute, where do you think you're going, sis? Excuse me. I didn't sign up for this. Where do you think you're going? And why are you leaving me in this place? Why did you put me down? Why do I not feel my mom anymore? You know, that's basically what they're probably th- thinking if baby have has thoughts like that I don't know but (laughs) um I'm sure it's all a part of like their survival mechanism and things like that but um so of course they cry they cry and they cry and I'm not here to talk about the 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 cried out method or anything like that that's not the point of this episode but um again it's not surprising that this definition mentions children leaving them to sleep 
and they have to figure out how to comfort themselves, right? Because you're not there to step in um, and hold them, for example, 24 hours a day or things like that. So they have to learn how to self-soothe. And it's the same for us. It's the same for us. There are going to be times when you are going to be anxious, stressed out, feeling at your wit's end. And we're not always going to have someone that, for example, we can call on the phone. Like sometimes you can call up and be like, bae, this is what I'm going through. And then that person will be like, okay, well, calm down, you know, and they're giving you these words of affirmations, or maybe that's your bestie. You can call your bestie and be like, girl, this is what's going on. I just need to talk to somebody, right? And so they're able to give you a sense of comfort that you can kind of strap on like arsenal, <laughs> which is sad in my opinion, but strap it on, you know, this, this, this vest over yourself or this protection over yourself, and you can kind of make it through the rest of the day. But there's not going to always be somebody there that can do that for you. There's not always going to be someone at every given moment or opportunity that's going to be able to step in and soothe you, comfort you, nurture you, support you when you're in that state every time that you need it. That's just not always going to be possible. And so just like the baby whose mom, like I was the mom who will put keep my, my daughter's nickname is Kiwi. I would put Kiwi down. This is 20 years ago. I don't know what y'all young folks is doing now. <laughs> I feel so old, but um, I will put her down. And, and I was the mom that would like be outside the door and um, wanting to go into the room. You know what I mean? But she obviously she got it together. She got it. And there wasn't this. Well, I said I wasn't going to talk about this, but she co-slept with me a lot anyway, which you're not supposedly supposed to do. So I, I don't know. It was just, I just had to make it do what it do. So yeah, but I was the mom that would be outside, like listening <laughs> to see if I need to go back in there. It's hard to do that. It's hard. But yeah, eventually they, she just learned and she was able to sleep, you know? And so, but again, we're not always necessarily going to have that person. Now, we know we always got Jesus by our side, but sometimes we need a physical person that we can call. You know, I know they say in the song that Jesus is on the main line, but we need somebody that we can call up on the phone or have in front of us or things like that. And that's not always possible. So enter self-soothing. Now, this is where I kind of get into my notes here. So I told you what self-soothing means. Um, so for me, in essence, self Soothing, I'm gonna have to say that slower. Self soothing, there's a difference between self soothing and self care, in my opinion. Both are necessary. But for me, self soothing is more so like you're putting out a fire. You're, 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 you're doing damage control. You're, you're, you're putting out a fire. There's just this urgent situation that's happening like right now that must be addressed like the the lights are flashing the 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 alarms are going off we're on a, on a, we're on a level 10 you know and so we need to find a way to self-soothe whereas so it's more so like an emergency whereas uh with self-care for me and one of the reasons why I talk about so obviously talk about self-care so much as you know is because to me it, it it's it's you have a pot on the stove, going with that cooking analogy again, you have a pot on the stove and you're doing what you need to do to ensure that the water doesn't like bubble over on the stove 
or like you don't like the the, the fire is not too high and cause and cause like a grease fire or something like that. So self-care is like the, the, the constant care and maintenance and support. Like you're, you're babying that dish on the stove because you don't want it to bubble over. You don't want it to burn. Does that make sense? Whereas self-soothing a lot of times is you're already on, like I said, on high alert. It's already a situation and you've got to find a way to kind of recenter yourself re- and, and ground yourself and, and, and be in the present without this looming sense of like stress and 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 anxiety and doom and and all that does that make sense hopefully it does so those are the differences for me um and if you're in a working environment by the way or or like a living situation or a relationship or experience uh, and you find that you have to self-soothe all the time because your anxiety and stress is on a level 10, I, I, I want to tell you or encourage you to um, continue self-soothing, of course. But I think that probably that situation needs to be explored a bit. Because you do not deserve to be in a situation where you are feeling invalidated. Feeling constantly stressed. Feeling constantly unheard, feeling constantly unvalued. Um, and so you're always in this place where you're, you just, your body just can never relax. Your body can never just be in a, in a place of like comfort and flow. Does that make sense? And peace. That, that is a situation that I, I really want to encourage you to shine a light on and explore that a bit. Okay, because again, you're you're worth more than that. And if that is where you're if you're operating from a place like that on a consistent basis, that's definitely not healthy. That's definitely not healthy. Um, so I wanted to make sure that I mentioned that. So maybe seeking some type of assistance, joining a support group, maybe getting therapy, um, just just figuring out how, what you need. Like I'll always say, like, check in with yourself. Figure out what you need that's going to help you make space so that you can have more joy in your life and less stress and less turmoil. Because again, it's, listen, black women are out here dying at alarming rates. That's facts. That's facts. And so what we're not going to do is sit here and pretend like we're not in situations that are a constant uh, place of stress for us. We're not going to do that, okay? Let's keep it real. So I want you to shine the light on that. Get your magnifying lens out and take a look at that and see what you need. Because I, I want you to be healthy. Me too. Same for me. The same thing that I'm saying for you is the same for me. We, we that Our health is so important. Our health is our wealth, right? And I'll tell you that sometimes, especially kind of like going back to my life in corporate America... I will be triggered like one of two ways. I will be triggered by wounds that hadn't even had a chance to heal, even if they were like years old. Because I, I wasn't I was I didn't really start working like intentionally working on my self-care on a consistent basis until I would say maybe because I was doing it here and there. But I'm saying consistent, like for real, for real. That's what I'm talking about. 
I was maybe like 2016, 2017, something like that, where I really was like, my life has got to get better than this. So I had to start working on healing, healing myself. And it's a work in progress. It's something that I work on every day. It's not just this final destination kind of thing, right? So I would be triggered by wounds I hadn't even healed, just raw, fresh, open wounds. Or other times it was just blatant nonsense and foolish foolishness that I was dealing with. And it was just blatant, in-your-face nonsense. And it was just overwhelming, and it was just too much. But either way, I was shouldering or carrying around this weight, constant weight of anxiety, stress, depression, moodiness, etc. And so that was my clue to figure out how I could start to take myself out of this place of just barely hanging on to, to fully living my life, being a whole, healthy, abundant black woman. So it took, it takes work to do this. This is not like a little, you know, it it takes, it takes effort. It takes work. It definitely takes work. And one thing that I want to say is that I spoke about health a little bit, but I want to make sure that you hear me when I tell you this. Okay. Because when your body is in that space of just anxiety, stress, burnout, overwhelm, it's your body, it's, it's like you're under attack. It's like you're under attack. And just imagine, so stress is, is a, Hey girl, it's me, Bree, popping in to remind you that May is Mental Health Awareness Month. In honor of protecting my peace and mental health this month, I will not be hashtag booked and busy. Instead, your girl is going to be doing things that spark peace, joy, and creativity. Things like puzzles. I enjoy doing puzzles because they give me time to put my worries down and instead lean into rest and relaxation as I refill my self-care cup so that I can give from a place of overflow. Enter Revel Wellness Company. Revel Wellness Company is a small Black-owned puzzle company whose mission is to elevate the well-being of Black women. Their puzzles feature curated collections from dope Black female artists that are beautiful works of art you can frame once you're done and then use for home decor. For a limited time, Revel Wellness Company is offering 15% off to all the Brown Girl Self-Care listeners. Go to www.rvlwellnessco.com and enter code BGSC15 at checkout for 15% off your first order of a self-care puzzle. Again, that's rvlwellnessco.com and enter code BGSC15 at checkout for 15% off your first order of a self-care puzzle. It's not necessarily a bad thing. Stress is a normal part of life. But what isn't normal is when it is an all the time or a super, like a chronic or a consistent kind of thing. That's where we run into huge problems. That is where we run into huge problems, okay? So your body is going through a whole bunch of stuff. Your body's going through a whole bunch of stuff. So that means like you enter this stressful situation, right? And then you just get hit by these hormones like, 
Who showed you that it was okay to aim high and go for your dreams while also just being yourself? For me, it was radio host Big Boy, Oprah, and KTLA news reporter Gail Anderson. In part, these people are the reason why this podcast specifically exists. This is the power of Black representation in media. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is more than a podcast. It's a celebration of Blackness from NPR where every voice is as distinct and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In this collection, you'll find stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment. Each episode, a living account of what it means to be Black today. From the intricate narratives of The Wire to the wisdom of Michelle Obama and the urgent call for reparations, Black Stories, Black Truths really is the truth. Space wasn't always made for our perspective, so NPR's new collection is necessary as it celebrates the richness of the Black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center Black voices. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. My hair is kinky, it's coily, it's beautiful, it's all the things, but the dryness is real, so it's also prone to feeling parched. This is why Waze Anti-Frizz Cream is my new BFF. It not only changes frizz, but helps my hair feel more hydrated. Listen, summer is coming. We are trying to be outside, going to brunch, plus traveling, and summer activities aren't always kind to our strands, okay? So let me tell you what I do for this. I wash my hair every one to two weeks. Don't sleep on Waze Detox Shampoo, by the way, if you have hard water or buildup. I detangle, I smooth in a little of the Waze Anti-Frizz Cream, then shingle in my natural gel. My hair is frizz-free, it's hydrated, and it's cute for days. Love sleek styles? Waze Anti-Frizz Cream works as a heat protectant up to 450 degrees as well. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code self-care for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com, promo code self-care. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Cacao, you know, you get hit with these hormones, and those hormones do a ton of things. They can just wreck our bodies. We we launch into that fight, flight, fawn, freeze mode, uh, and when we do that over and over and over, it's like we we never allow our bodies to get to a place, or we're not allowed. Our bodies are not allowed to get to a place where we are just present, calm chill, happy, vibrant, glowing. You know what I mean? And so just imagine your body just keeps over and over this cycle, over and over and over of those hormones kicking in. And next thing you know, like your immunity is down, you're fatigued, you don't know why, you have these headaches. Uh, For me, the belly fat, because the cortisol, you know, the hormones and stuff. So the belly fat for me, Uh, the high blood pressure, like all these different ways that stress and anxiety affect our body uh, start kicking in. And it's like, it just doesn't let up. It doesn't let up. And that affects your heart. I mean, it affects 
everything. It honestly affects everything. And that is why it is so detrimental to us. That is why we out here dying, y'all. In a world that could care less about our humanity, generally speaking. That's why we out here dying. Because we are not allowed to have our bodies in a, just a even place of just being, right? It is very rare, very rare. There's always something that is causing us to to feel this pressure, this stress, this anxiety. If it's not work, it's bills. If it's not bills, it's money. If it's not money, it's the kids and the school and the homework and the cleaning the house and it's dirty and, oh God, what am I going to do? And relationships and this and that. And it's just a lot. It's a lot. I'm going to say it again. It's just a lot. So we need to be able to self-soothe because it's going to help us, I guess, I want to say momentarily because self-soothing to me is just like a temporary, you know, those fix-a-flat things. I think I'm saying that properly. Fix-a-flat, the thing, the little can with the air or, or, or glue or something. I don't know what it is, to be honest with you. Um... But it's when you when you get a a, 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 um, a hole in your tire or whatever, and then you can temporarily, or how about this, since I clearly don't know what fix a flat is, but um, what's that, the spare tire? Self-soothing can be a means of like this, putting on a, a spare tire on your car. So it's good. It'll get you where you need to go safely, slowly, for a while. But the self-care part of it that you're doing consistently is like putting having all four tires on the car. The air is at the um, the air pressure is at the proper place. All the tires are healthy. They're not like worn and warped and unsafe and things like that. I'm really hoping that that made sense. <laughs> My analogies, y'all. I'm trying. I'm trying. Um, and I can tell you, there are some healthy ways to self to to self soothe. I'm gonna give you maybe a couple. But there are some that are dangerous. We think self-soothing. When we hear that word, we think that it's a good, healthy kind of thing or mindset, right? But no. When I So for me, before I really started on the self-care journey, self-soothing for me was like not always the good things. It was the eating of the junk food constantly, like constantly eating of the junk food, overeating. Um, spending money I either didn't have or didn't need to be spending, buying things I had no business buying. I told you guys several times, I'm sure of it, on a podcast or two, how I ended up just buying car after car after car after car. Like, I'm, I, I wish I could say that I was doing it for the gram and just making this up. But who would make up something like that <laughs> and keep putting themselves into debt? Like, are you serious right now? But car after car after car, like every couple of years, I'm not even talking about a lease, right? So I would be upside down just doing that a lot. Seeking validation from folks. I had no business even worried about their validation. So just doing all these, I want to say kind of like self sabotage types of things. 
that for me was a like a, a quick fix, like a quick, maybe it was dopamine, quick dopamine fix of self-soothing. But that it wasn't healthy. It wasn't healthy. It would just it would just cause even more problems. Even more problems, right? So the, the key is when you get in that situation, doing things that are going to tap into the self-care part. That's what you want to do for self-soothing. Don't go in the opposite direction because it's going to make the situation worse. It may not be an immediate thing, but down the line, trust me, I'm speaking from experience here, it's going to make things worse. And then you have to get out of that situation, which is, what? what is it? Another cycle. Oh God, now I've got to deal with this. Now I've got to figure out how I'm going to pay these car notes. Now I've got to figure out how I can get this belly fat out, how I can um, lose the weight. You know what I mean? How, how can I save up enough money to pay off credit card bills? Like all that kind of stuff. That's what we don't want to do when we're self-soothing. So for me, self-soothing, I mean, it really can just be, it can be a lot of things. Um, it could be spending time in nature. It could be listening to music. It can be moving your body. It could be getting a massage. And for you single ladies that ain't, no, ain't, no, ain't, ain't got nobody touching your body right now, get a massage. You need to be touched. We, we need to be touched, okay, on a regular basis. Um, it could be hugging yourself. It could be taking a bath. It could be um, a lot of things. Find what makes sense for you. It could be words of affirmation that you soothe yourself with and that lift your confidence. Um, it could be picking up a hobby, like knitting, something where you can, something that you can do, like for me, puzzles and other things that you can do that are, I don't want to say they're mindless, but they have like this repetitive kind of thing where you don't even really have to think about it. And you, and it just, it just kind of gives your mind a rest. Does that make sense? Um, it could be hanging out with somebody's dog, getting lots of little dog kisses. <laughs> um, just things like that. But you have to figure out what works for you. In the moment, though, for me, in the moment, like my biggest go-to um, was breathing and, and, and going for like a walk outside in the parking lot or going to my car to breathe. Like it, those are like my two main things, either getting... Both included getting outside of the office, but going outside and taking a walk in the sun and or taking some time to do some some breathing exercises. So one of the breathing exercises we can do really quickly that uh, I'm not sure if you've heard of, maybe, maybe not, but in, in case you haven't um, and you need to figure out how to soothe yourself, relieve some stress, relieve some anxiety and just come come back to yourself and, and, and just center yourself and, and find this hopefully a, a better place or a, a place of calm or peace, right? Um, is the four, seven, eight breath exercise. And so basically it's breathing in through the nose, holding it for seven counts and then releasing for eight out through the mouth. So again, inhale for four, hold for seven and exhale for eight. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to do this, but I'm going to try it <laughs> while talking at the same time. So let's go ahead and do this three times. Okay. 
we're going to do this four, seven, eight break, um, breathing exercise three times. And I'm going to try to talk you through it. <laughs> so go ahead and inhale through the nose for four, two, three, four. Hold it. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. And release. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So yeah, I can't do it and talk at the same time. But again, I'm gonna, we're going to do it two more times. In case it wasn't clear, inhale through the nose for four. Take a full breath. Hold it for seven seconds. Exhale through the mouth like for eight and get all that air out, okay? Like literally make that sound out through your mouth, in through the nose and out through the mouth, okay? Two more times. Inhale for four, two, three, four. Exhale for seven, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Nope, that was wrong. Oh, don't, you're supposed to hold for seven. See, this is hard. Let's do it one more time, I swear. <laughs> Inhale for four, hold for seven, exhale for eight. Last time, get it together, Brie. Get your life, girl, get your life. What is, what, what is you doing, baby? What is you doing? All right. Inhale for four, two, three, four. Hold it, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And release, two, Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Phew. Okay, we made it, girl. We made it. <laughs> we made it, girl. So yeah, doing things like that definitely, definitely helped me. Um, this was just like a tool for my toolkit when it came to just coming back to a place of calm, a place of comfort, a place of nurturing myself. Again, even doing the hugs and just different things like that. So you have to find out what makes sense for you so that you can um, be more in control of how you feel and your, your, your mood and your mental health and your emotional, just how you feel with your emotions and stuff. Like if you're in a place of anger and um, anxiety and stress and, and all that stuff, what things can you do? And so I want you, again, because you can, you can have this in your, 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 fictional or imaginary toolkit, if you will, uh, ways to comfort and self-soothe myself. What do you think makes sense for you? Take out a piece of paper and a pen, write a list of things that you can do. So that way, when you are triggered, because you will be triggered again, you'll know without having to think, ah, I need to do that breathing exercise Breathe told me about. Let me do that for like five minutes. Ah, I need to go take a walk outside real quick and just calm down. Ah, I need to... Um, have a cup of tea and just spend some time quietly just allowing myself to just calm down, right? Yeah. So make a list of things that you can do that can help you to get to that, that place of calm and comfort. But again, I want you to remember that this self-soothing thing, um, you want to do that also, but keep in mind that you want to keep up with your regular self-care habits, okay? Because that self-care is going to help you um, kind of stay in this place. Not all the time, not perfectly or anything else, but it just helps, as they say, to refill your cup on a consistent basis so that when you do go up against nonsense and shenanigans, 
right? Because there are going to be times that we have to resist that. But you're doing so not from this frazzled place automatically. You're doing so from a place where you're you're doing it from your overflow, if that makes sense. And um, I think, what's her name? The, 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 the lady that wrote, um, what's the book called? Not Your Body Keeps the Score, which is a great book. Ah, oh, shoot. The Body is Not an Apology. Sonia, shoot, Sonia something. Great book. The Body is Not an Apology. I believe that's what it's called. I listened to a podcast episode she did where she was saying something along the lines of how she does everything from a place of overflow, honey. <laughs> everything. She tries to do everything from a place of overflow. So you have to really get in there and, and, and start treating your self-care practice just like that, a practice, something that you constantly, constantly, consistently are doing to protect your peace and your mental health and your and your physical health as well, okay? All right, so that is it for this week's episode. Um, if you have not done so already, I invite you and ask you to pretty please go into iTunes and leave a five-star review and rating. And um, yeah, when you do that, that helps the show to be seen and heard by other amazing black women such as yourself and myself. And also, I want to remind you that if you want access to more of this kind of content, you can find me on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash brown girl self care to check that out. And that is it for this week's podcast episode. Have a blessed week and I will see you next Monday.